Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're everything. Come on, y'all. You're everything to me. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're everything. That's in my spirit this morning. You're everything to me. <laughs> Come on. Life and breath. Hey, y'all. You're everything to me. Hold my camera. Let me do a little, y'all. No, I hate. Typically, I handle that ahead of time, but we're going to do it right there. I can edit that part. You're everything to me. <laughs> Join us. Come on. Join us. I'm still going to get my little song. Join us. You're everything to me. <laughs> Thank you, Father God. Life and breath. Good morning. Hey, Insta fam. You're everything to me. I wish I could like sing, but the Lord knew not to give me a voice to sing because he knew I was going to be like extra and really vain. He knew that. So he's like, I'm not giving her a voice to sing because she'll do too much. So in order for me not to be a do too much person, he was like, I ain't going to give her no music inclination to do nothing because she'll be just all over the place. Like she'll just She'll never stop singing. She'll just keep going. She'll just do. She If do too much was a person, she would be the do too much person. So I'm not going to give her a voice to sing. She ain't going to get, she going to have some humility in her life. So I thank God for keeping me humble. Because <laughs> he knows that if do too much would be a person, uh, I would be that person. I would be the person. That would do way too much. Y'all do me a favor. Start sharing the devotional. Don't contain this and keep this to yourself. We're going to start praying in just a few minutes. I want to say good morning. Hey, Cassandra Rogers. I want to say good morning to a few people um, this morning so we can kick our day off today. Good morning, Nia Daniels. Hey, Jerrica. Good morning, Kirby. Hey, Anitra. Hey, Shania. Hey, Trina. Good morning, Katina. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Cherie. Thank you for sharing, Katina. Good morning, Jessica. Good morning, Avery. Good morning, Katina. Good morning, Renee. Good morning, Tanika. Good morning, Sonia. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Cliche. Hey, uh, Juanito. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, girl. Hey, Auntie Cheryl. Hey, Jessica. Hey, Kelly. Good morning, Sharice. Good morning, Carlos. Uh, good morning, Lexi. Good morning, Teresa Teagle. Good morning, Lynette Walker-Brown. Good morning, Rachel Strong. Good morning, Jeanette Borelli. Good morning, Teresa Skinner. Good morning, Carmen. Harris. And I call whole names because I have multiplications of people with same name. Good morning, Felicia Walker. Good morning, Teresa Chitu. See, that's what I'm saying. It comes in. Good morning, Shimana. Uh, how you doing this morning? Uh, I know Shanquita is somewhere following. Good morning. Good morning, Jordan Wilson. Good morning, y'all. This is um, your first time on Coffee and Conversations. Welcome um, and thank you for joining us this morning. Give the video a little click and a little share. And if you give the video a little click and a little share, what you'll turn around and do is help someone uh, grow in grace in Jesus Christ. There is no perfect script in God. 
Come on. Somebody last, last, last night for me to do my little yell, but I couldn't do it. There's no perfect script in God. Sometimes we come before the God and we all scripted and all prepared. And God is like, hey, I just want you to hang in my presence. Or God is just like, hey, I want to do this a different way today. So today I wanted to pause and just say hey to my people this morning. Good morning to my people this morning. Good morning to the family. Hey, Crystal McCray. Hey, Deshae Farmer. Hey, Teresa Skinner. Um, I'm just so grateful. Um, so let me do this real quick while we're waiting on our people come in. And you are. Um, good morning, Tanika Staten Fowler. You guys are sham. 30 days of prayer. Listen, for some reason, we never think men should pray. I think that this would be the perfect gift for the men in your family. And I think you could orchestrate uh, something different by getting your copy of 30 Days of Prayer and deciding, you know what, I'm going to give this to the men in my family because I want them to pray as well. We always assume just women pray. Women are the only people to pray. I didn't write, write this devotional from a mother's standpoint, I wrote this devotional from We Need to Pray Over Our Children. So why don't you pick up copies of 30 Days of Prayer and let me ship them to, you don't even have to ship it yourself. You may not even feel comfortable giving it. You can put in the note who it needs to be shipped to. Send it to your baby daddy. Send it to your ex-husband. Uh, write him a little note. Say, hey, I want you to learn how to pray over our son. I want, to, want you to learn how to pray over our daughter. I don't know why we don't think of men um, from a position of prayer and men need to pray as well. Um, I, as, as a matter of fact, you ought to expect men to be the spiritual head. I know that's going to be hard for some of y'all. I'm sorry. Uh, so nobody ever taught you that or told you that, but you ought to expect men to be spiritually sound in a spiritual place and the spiritual head. So why don't you go pick up a couple of copies, send them to all the men, people in your family. Um, dads pray too, fathers pray too, God, grandfathers pray too. Um, we need them. My dad is a praying man. Oh my God. Um, anytime I call him, I'm frustrated, upset or anything else. He goes, come on, baby, let's pray. So why don't you send 30 days of prayer to the men in your family as well? And let's start praying for our children, our nieces, our nephews, our grandchildren and all those. Uh, don't forget to get registered for your virtual shops uh, with Pillow Talk. I am getting ready to pray for us. Um, but I want to do something. I want to do just some gratitude. Can we do some gratitude in the morning? Um, I expect this to be a good day. Come on, y'all. Just repeat after me. I expect this to be. I expect this to be a good day. I expect something good to happen to me today. I wake up with the joyous expectation um, of God's very best for me. Come on, y'all. Um, I expect things to go my way. I expect to overcome. I expect to walk in love. Um, I expect all my relationships to work well today. I expect the work of my hand to prosper. Come on, y'all. Um, I expect um, to have good emotional, mental health today. I, I expect to be spiritually sound today. Um, I expect to be prosperous today. I expect the doors to be open to me today. Come on now. I thank God in advance for the mind of Christ. I am able to 
to take on, to overcome everything that comes my way. God is with me. And if God is with me and God is for me, then no weapon formed against me shall prosper. This is my winning season. I will show up as my authentic self. Um, I'm rare. I'm iron cloud. I'm a difference maker. I'm a standard bearer. Come on, y'all. I'm about to see God show up today like never before. Um, debts are being canceled. My mind is being renewed. Um, we all know, man, I don't owe no man nothing but to love him. Um, our faith is on full and God will help me in any area that I am struggling and I have unbelief. Come on. My children are winning in every area of their life. My grandchildren are winning in every area of their life. My bank accounts are on surplus. I will not have another broke day in all of my life. Come on, y'all. I don't have to beg, borrow, or steal because my daddy God owns it all. Love is my zone. Faith is my zone. Come on now. I cancel every plot and plan employed of the enemy that tries to come against me in the name of Jesus. Come on, y'all. Come on. Y'all got this. Oh my God. If God is for me, who can be against me? I cannot fail because God is with me. I am more than a conqueror. I'm an overcomer. The blood of Jesus causes me to overcome. Come on, y'all. You can talk like this. You can talk in faith. You can build yourself up. You can positively affirm yourself. Come on. Everything we put our hands on prospers. Wealth is a tradition in our family. Money is no object for us. Every seed we sow in faith reaps a hundredfold harvest. My spiritual eyesight is 2020. We are keen in the spirit because our discernment is increasing. We have favor everywhere we go. You ought to put that in your, my God, I got favor everywhere we go. Everywhere I go, my feet are blessed. Come on now. Our, my mind is the mind of Christ. I can have what I say. We live by the word of God. Come on. I live by the word of God. Oh my God, we uh, the Holy Spirit is advocating for me right now. Go big today, Holy Spirit. Oh my God, we sit under the weight of God's glory. My God, I sit under the weight of God's glory. Come on, y'all, I'm a money magnet. I'm a favor magnet. I step into the leading role and I play it well. God is causing us to overcome today. I'm bold as a lion. I won't back down and I won't give in and I won't give up. You should be talking to yourself like that every day. And if you uh, have low self-esteem and you don't understand your righteousness, I have scriptures. Just send me an email. I have things that you can quote on meditating your righteousness because who you until you understand who you are in Christ Jesus, most of this stuff will seem foreign. Most of this stuff won't seem um, won't seem the same. And the Lord God wants you to be built up in the spirit so that when the enemy comes in and tries to apply pressure, instead of you snatching for what's wrong, you're going to snatch for truth. You're going to snatch for victory. Um, how I overcome is not because I'm so dope, some dope or great person. It's not. I'm not worthy of what I have and what goes on in my life. Jesus is the one make, who makes me worthy. But I know my worthiness and understand my worthiness in Jesus Christ. 
So every day that I arise, I arise with a different expectation. I arise more solid. I arise in more understanding because I've gained understanding of who my God is and what he says. And so if it's if nobody ever taught me how powerful, we say this all the time, our life and death is in the power of the tongue. Come on, y'all. Well, if life and death is in the power of my tongue, then why wouldn't I take the words of my mouth and create an atmosphere? Woo, come on, y'all. Y'all got to help me this morning. Why wouldn't I take the words of my mouth and create an atmosphere that was conducive um, to me living. Woo, come on. Why wouldn't I take uh, the words of my mouth and create an atmosphere? This isn't witchcraft. This isn't soothsaying. Um, this isn't I'm negating what has happened in my life. That's not what, what I'm saying. Um, what I'm choosing to do woo, uh, is speak life. What I'm choosing to do is to make a decision to focus on what's fruitful versus what's not fruitful. Let me let me give you this in scripture since I'm going to back this up in scripture since this is the way that the Lord has led us. I'm going to back up to um uh let me go back to the 15th verse of the 18th chapter of Proverbs. Let's get this tap into this wisdom because in wisdom comes knowledge, comes understanding, and this is how we walk in victory. We are peculiar people that are supposed to walk in a different type of victory. We are peculiar people that are supposed to walk in a different type of power, but because so many of us are estranged from the word of God and biblical truth and sound mind and sound mind and we're not walking in the sound mind we're not saying what god needs what we're not saying what god has said we're not rooting ourselves in the word right so um this is solomon solomon has had more riches than anything he could ever want right but he knew the only sure refuge uh for what he needed in a time of tribulation was the lord right so i want to give you something he says the 15th verse it says the mind of a discerning person acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seeks it a person's gifts opens doors for him and brings him before the great the first to state his case seems right until another comes and cross examines it he says casting the lots in quarrels that was old behavior right he says casting the lots in quarrels and separates powerful uh, uh opponents so Solomon was condemning um, evil gifts that pervert justice, right? But he's also acknowledging the fact that the expression of kindness, whoo, my God, Lord, put a guard over my mouth. He's also acknowledging that the expression of kindness, come on, y'all, keep sharing the devotional, that the expression of kindness can open doors that are otherwise closed. Woo! Come on. So before I'm kind to someone else, I got to learn how to be kind to myself as well. Some of y'all are not kind enough to yourself. You, you still beating yourself up. You still persecuting yourself. You still talking down on yourself. Uh, how did I make that say? You still overplaying negative scenarios and things that have happened over. Can I tell you something? That's why you keep showing up uh, before God the same way. That's why stuff feels stale and redundant and repetitive because you don't even know that there are brand new mercies 
and fresh grace offered every day. If you understood there was brand new, brand new mercies and fresh grace offered every day, then you will wake up with it. I wake up on like 10. Like I wake up on 10. Like I wake up. I don't care how bad. I couldn't even sleep well last night. I don't care how bad the night has been. The word of God infused in my being begins to transform my day into what's right. It does not matter how my night went. It don't matter that I was up at 2, 2.30 in the morning. I don't know why I couldn't sleep. I didn't feel worried. It was a strange night. But what I know is the word of God being infused in my day began to transform my day and turn my day into what my day is supposed to be. Lamentations 3 and 23, he says this, like this transforms my day into so deep. So if Solomon is saying here um, that expressions of kindness can open up doors that are otherwise closed, what if I operate in these expressions of kindness towards myself? <laughs> Come on, put that in your notes. I have to be good to myself. I got to be good to myself. I know, I know, I know this is hard for some of y'all because you've been hard on yourself for so long, but I got to learn how to be good to myself because if I don't really learn how to be good, and can I tell you something? Being good to yourself ain't about being in spas and getting your nails done. You can do all this fleshly, tangible things. But if you are not spiritually responsible to yourself, some of y'all spend so much time building other people's up, building other people up in truth. You don't even believe in. You won't even operate in. You won't even take possession of. You, you, you. I'm just being honest. And so then, when we don't seem as effective to people, it's because we ain't operating in the authenticity of the truth ourselves. Ooh. I'm neglecting myself spiritually. I'm neglecting my sound mind. Come on. I'm not put, put, I'm not, I'm punishing myself. I'm a free. We're going to get free by the Holy Spirit. I'm punishing myself for my mistakes, for my issues, for my problems. And I know that another person has had mistakes. I used to live like this. I used to beat myself up. I used to replay scenarios and things that I had said over and over again. But I also realized that I was trying to show up perfect. I also realized that I thought I was the one that caused me to be holy and not Jesus. Right. So I had to learn to be kind and good to myself. So if Solomon is saying here that kindness can open doors that are otherwise closed, maybe just the kindness to myself could open the door to the happiness that I've longed and desired to experience. Woo. Woo. Shake us up this morning. Maybe, Avery, the kindness to myself may open the door, my God, may close the door on the depression, may close the door on the anxiety, may close the door on the fear, may close the door on the insecurity, may close the door on the worry, but may open up the door woo, to a brand new me, <laughs> to a brand new experience, 
to a brand new life in Christ Jesus, to a brand new understanding of how I was created and whose I am and that I'm not limited um, or lacking because he is with me. And if he is with me and he is for me, then nothing else matters. So here's Solomon, here's Solomon saying, right? He's saying kindness can open doors that are otherwise closed. Ooh, come on. Let me, let me, let me do this. He says the 19th verse, he says, an offended brother is harder to reach than a fortified cities and quarrels are like the bars of fortress. I want to tell you something about offense. Offense will make you hear what you didn't even hear. Offense will make you assume, but, but before the next step, offense will make you anxious, running into things that are not really there. Offense will make you move outside the realm and the rhythm of God. An offended brother is hard to read. You can't even, I, I, I can, I can clock conversations. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and swore for God, they heard what I said. Swore for God, they did not hear what I said because they repeated something that wasn't what I said. <laughs> they repeated. They had no understanding of what I said. And I already knew it's because I was addressing offense. I wasn't even addressing the person. So if I live in offense, then I make me, I'm going to help you. I make me hard to reach too. I make me for me hard to reach. It ain't just hard to reach for other people, Vanessa. I make me hard to reach for me too, which means I make me hard for me to see too. Woo! You can post all the pictures. You can play like it's, it show up in your eyes when you don't understand and know the value of you. Kelly, it show up in your, I don't care what cute selfie you post. I don't care what pictures you post. It show up in your eyes, Neil, when you don't have a, a value of who you are in Christ Jesus. It show up. I see it. I, I see it. I see it. All, I don't know why God lets me see it. Probably because I got a key to it and I lived in it so long. It show up in your being, in your continent, continents, how you deal with conflict, how you approach others, how you maneuver. It shows up. It shows up at the end of the day when you don't really know who you are, when you um, are offended with yourself, when you um, don't know the value of who you are in Christ, you don't ever have to be enough. <laughs> Jesus is enough. I don't have to be good and plenty. I don't have to. No, he's the difference maker in my life. So I have to tap into him, into the power of God, into the truth of God. Psalms 1 tells me to be planted by the streams of water. Well, the word of God the word of God is the living water. It's the thing that I need to plug into and plant into so that I can even begin to see, receive, know, and walk in the fullness of me. So an offended brother is harder to reach. Come on, y'all. It's harder to reach um, than anybody, right? So it's harder to reach. So then here's what he says next. 
He says, from the fruit of a person's mouth. Woo! My God, we quote life and death is all the time. But it says, from the fruit of a person's mouth, Trina. From the fruit of a person's mouth, Julia. It says, from the fruit of a person's mouth, his stomach is satisfied. He is filled with the product of his lips. You are filled with the product of your lips. So why wouldn't you be more kind to yourself? Why wouldn't you? Be? If the word of God tells us to think on things that appear lovely and good report, this, the accusation, condemnation are not pure, lovely and good report. Weariness, weariness, beating myself up, going over the same thing again and again are not pure, lovely, and good report. If the instructions are to think in pure, lovely, and good report and cast down wicked imaginations and anything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, come on now, right? Then my mouth is what's going to satisfy me. I'm going to be filled with the product of my lips. That's deep. I'm going to be filled with the products of my it don't matter, but butterfly. It don't matter what nobody. I so my, my my brother in law they was teasing me the other day about the little dress I had on, but I told my brother in law I am on zero cares and not from an offended place because we can be there from an offended place and we'll start doing something we ain't got no business. We'll start over asserting ourselves and over glorifying ourselves. Where has no humility, but I'm on zero cares about how people feel about where I am right now, because this season, this session is totally between me and God. I lived in a state of addicted to approval for people for way too long. And when God broke me of that and freed me, because I'm free of that now, I can tell you I'm free of it now. It made me operate and maneuver by the spirit of God. When you are addicted to approval or care so much how other people feel and think, then you are um, not moving according to the spirit of God. You will move according to the flesh. Well, this freedom only comes when you know who you know, 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 and whose you know that you are. It is easy. It's easy, butterfly. It's easy. We can get there and we'll start slipping back because we are looking for people to sign off and approve who are not even qualified or capable to give us what they ain't got no keys to the hell we done been through. Um, they don't understand really the assignment on our life. Um, they uncomfortable with us making the necessary changes for God. Um, they they not trying to see us grow and move um, or either they just don't have the capacity themselves because they don't believe it for themselves. It is hard for somebody who don't, I, can I be honest? It's gonna sound so prideful, but I'm so true. If I know you don't believe in yourself, it's hard for me to allow you to, I'm not saying I don't receive cause he can use anybody. But if I know, that you have really a doubting, real deep, dark thing over you, 
it's hard for me to let me you speak in me to me because I don't know if you're just saying something to say something. <laughs> I don't know if I trust your words because you don't necessarily believe it for yourself. And I know some of y'all are like, yeah, but I can believe in someone else more than I can believe in myself. Well, that's perverse. You, you can never be uh, solid for somebody until you get solid for you. You got to show up for you. Showing up for you ain't selfish. Believing in you ain't selfish. Um, uh, taking something for you ain't selfish. You pouring from an empty cup. You riding in a car with no oil. You about to burn up or burn out. So he says here, he says, the fruit of a person's mouth, his stomach is satisfied. He is filled with the product of his lips. This is why I am so watchful, even in my most intense places, of what I say out of my mouth about me. Because <laughs> can I tell you something? Your words may sting me, but your words ain't what feel and satisfy me. <laughs> your words, Sierra, might sting me. But your words ain't what feel and satisfy me. What feels and what satisfies me is the words that are coming out of my mouth. What feels and satisfies me is the product of what's on my lips. You can be against me a thousand times, but if my words match heaven's words, if my words match heaven's words, if my belief system matches heaven's belief systems. It don't matter what nobody else say or think towards Lakeisha because these words that align with heaven words are the words that I'm going to be satisfied with and that are going to change my life and take me into a deeper, richer understanding of not who I am in myself, because I am not self-made, but it's going to take me into a deeper, richer, richer understanding of who I am in Christ. So from the fruit of a person's mouth, his stomach is filled, he is satisfied with the product, come on, of his lips. The Bible has much to say about how we talk to one another, lying, bitterness, slander, anger, foul language. But it don't say, I'm going to say this because I think it's necessary that we need to be careful with how we speak to ourselves. <laughs> you need to be careful with how you speak to yourself. Your tongue reflects what's in your heart, the length of time that you spend rehearsing your mistakes over and over again, reflect what's in your heart. You gon' you gon' be bitter towards other people when you bitter towards yourself. You gonna be slanderous towards other people when you slanderous towards yourself. You gonna be angry towards other people when you angry towards yourself. Come on, you gonna use foul language towards other people when you use foul language towards towards yourself my god come on now so what comes out your mouth represents the overflow of what's in your heart Woo! come on what comes out your mouth it represents the overflow of what's in your heart now it's it's what you mean to you Woo! 
And then if you don't, let me say something. If you don't, because we do this all the time. If you don't understand what you mean to you, then there is no assign. And not, man is going to folly. Man is going to mess up. Then the misaligned value that you assign is the misaligned value that you have towards God. Uh, it's a misaligned value towards how God feels about you. You'll be saying that God loves you. Oh, my daddy is, my daddy is so, uh, he feels a certain way. But if your words towards yourself are misaligned, you don't really understand the value of how God feels. You really don't understand that Jesus died, the, 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 the death and the resurrection for you, not for everybody else. For you. So the 1812 verse says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat his fruits. The word, this verse gonna remind you again and again and again and again and again that whatever we speak is either gonna bring life or death. So why wouldn't I be intense in how I speak over me? <laughs> why wouldn't I be intense about how I speak over me? Yeah, auntie, how can I expect someone to value me when I don't value myself? Why would I, how can intense, how, why would I not be, if I'm ever, if I'm going to position myself, like for me, to be used daily, I got to be knowing who, it's not somebody, you've been waiting on somebody else to affirm you, to build you up, uh, to make you feel good about you. Don't nobody got that kind of power. Words of affirmation might be your love language, but you better learn how to affirm yourself in ways that you could never, ever, ever be affirmed by someone else because the ins and out of people change from day to day. When your heart is filled with love for yourself, it's going to be reflected in how you talk to yourself. When your heart is filled with love for yourself, it's going to be reflected in how you talk to yourself. It's going to be reflected in how you talk to yourself. And this you got to have revelation of because when it's revelation, you act in it. Even when you make a mistake, when I don't get out of my day accomplished, I'd be like, I had a pretty successful day anyway. I don't care if I got one thing, I got one thing accomplished. Oh, I had a pretty successful day. If I mess something up and it starts trying to repeat in my mind, I know that's condemnation. And I go to the word and it says, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus, right? There is no condemnation. When I find bitter people towards other people, it's because they're bitter towards themselves. You're going to be bitter towards other people when you're bitter towards to yourself. You're going to be uh, where you are when you don't have a heart full of love for yourself. It's going to reflect in how you talk to you. It, it does make no sense that you can build other people up, but not build yourself up and build yourself up in the word. So when we start confessing the word of God over ourselves, it's not who's who or witchcraft. This is me affirming myself in the world, my word because the world takes enough from me daily. People take enough 
from me daily. I, I'm not, and it is not, I'm not getting ready to put the responsibility of anybody else in anybody else's hand to satisfy me. You just the icing on the cake. I done baked the cake. You are just the icing on the cake. So when I notice that my tongue towards myself, come on now, is not the way that it should be, then I need to get my heart aligned with God to understand who and what God says about me. There's nothing wrong with worship music. I, I love it. But I spend more time building myself up in affirmations, like just letting the word of God play over me because that's my weapon. He say worship was my weapon. He said the sword of the spirit, the word of God was my weapon. So praise is a part of it. Yeah, I'm a praise. I'm going to enter in this gate with praise, praises. But I'm going to let that word be that weapon that yields a good lasting result. <laughs> Father God, I thank you for your word this morning. I thank you, Father God, that you built us up in the word today to remember whose we are and who we are. And Father, this is foreign and strange for some of us because no one ever really talked to us about the self kind of God love, the self kind of God love. Nobody gave us permission to really love ourselves and to really find our value and our worth in you. People have perverted our dependency on them and placed us in positions where their words groomed us and developed us and pushed us into a, a space. But Father God, your word was in the beginning. Your word that was spoken, that framed the earth is so powerful and will transform our lives. Father God, help us to become comfortable in saying good things and speaking good things over ourselves. Help us to become comfortable in declaring our future. Help us to remain steadfast in our word. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. If you missed the beginning of this, go back and get it. You need it. You might need to put this one on replay until you start feeling a certain way about yourself. And I'm not talking about a false sense of pride. I used to live in that false sense of pride. And then anytime something happened to me, it would gut punch me. And then I'd be back in the same place. When I started building myself in the confidence of who he said I was and whose I am and understanding his thoughts towards me, then my confidence isn't in me, my ability. My confidence is in Jesus and I'm rolling in that confidence. And so when I disappoint myself or when man disappoints me, then what happens is I'm able to pull on the reserves. Can I go back to this one more time? Because the scripture is important. I'm able to put on the reserves that I have stored up over time. 20th verse says, from the fruit of a person's mouth, his stomach should be satisfied. He is filled with the product of his lips. You will be filled with the product of your lips. 
can I tell you something? It's okay for you to be great. I know somebody told you that was people built you up in a false sense of humility and told you you couldn't be great. It's okay for you to be great. It's okay for you to own your gifts and your talents. You just surrender them to the Lord and you, you walk in a level of humility that always gives God glory, but you don't shrink yourself because for ages, people have taught you that is the most humble way. No, um, people will abuse <laughs> their power of relationship over you and make you feel in a value and a less than yourself. I'll give you a personal testimony and I'm out of here. Judah doesn't understand all the things that I have going on as a woman. Like when I transform my hair, the different things that I do, he's like, I don't like all that. And I said, this fan, it ain't for you anyway. It ain't for you. It's not. I appreciate you. I love you. I thank you. But it ain't for you anyway. It's not. It's not, it's not for you. What I do every day is not for you. What I do every day is for me. What I do every day is for how I see myself. So your thoughts towards it, you may not like it, but if I'm being transformed into the image of Christ and this is who God says I am, it may make you uncomfortable because you're used to me operating at a particular level and a particular set space. And sometimes, no, often familiarity is resistance to change. So then when I start evolving and I start changing, it'll make you uncomfortable because you used to me being the old me. Well, the old me was important in one season. <laughs> the new me may show up completely different in this season. And you ain't got to like it, Jew, but I need you to support it. And I need you to watch the words that are coming out your mouth because I don't speak like this. I'm real good with where I am right now. And he got it. Because he lives in that for himself. He was like, yes, ma'am, I understand. So your opinion don't value, validate. Your opinion don't validate where, the season I'm in. That's, that's your opinion towards my season. God's facts is what validate and what regulates where I am. And as long as God and I are good, it don't matter whoever else or what everybody else think about it. I like the old her. Good. Go back to the old places. Because <laughs> I ain't in the old places no more. Go go hang out in them old places. I ain't in. I'm new wine, new skin, new season. Go back to the old places. Go back there. I ain't there no more. I ain't. My hair might be something different tomorrow. Y'all, you know. Y'all might wake up tomorrow and see something totally different. Because I have an image of excellence and a standard of God that burns inside of me that gives me permission that all things are possible. Woo! Two things. Lord, place it on your heart to partner to give to this ministry. Come on, send us a cash out. Pray this month about sowing an extra seed in the ministry. Um, I know a lot of y'all partner with us, but pray this month about, Lord, is there an extra seed you wanted me to sow? Cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. If you've never partnered with us, Pray about partnering with us. Um, Feed the Streets, Single Moms, uh, Drew Projects, Flint Global. You'll find out on our website all the way ways that our resources go out into the community. Um, and then the final thing is your transformation. Your transformation begins with your acceptance of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He is not just a get out of jail uh, free card. I tell people that all the time. He's just not. 
He's more than that. And I believe in the redemption of God on this side. And I believe in the restoration of God on this side. And if that's you, I want you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sins. I promise to follow, love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed this prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. Hey, um, do me a favor. Go read Romans 12 today. We're going to start in this journey. We're going to start kind of nibbling on Romans 12. Go, go, go ahead and read Romans 12. Don't try to like, just go read it. Go study it. Um, take some notes. And then we're going to break down Romans 12 and start eating Romans 12 this week. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. Um, may you be satisfied today by the fruit of your lips. May the fruit of your lips satisfy you today. And if I were you, I would open my mouth wide so that God could feel it. I'll see y'all back in the morning at 6 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.